to be an American. When at least I know I'm free. And I don't something. The man who Next to you in the something something, yeah. <laughs> and there ain't no doubt we watched Moon Knight. Isaac. Uh, Isaac. His name I- is Oscar. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> is it is the day. <laughs> Well, that's a perfect intro. Hey, that's welcome to great. HBO Boys Podcast, where we're talking today about Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. Another entry into the, hey, should you be called the HBO Boys? You only talk about things on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> well, what, whatever, man. <laughs> Just shut up. You sh- <laughs> shut up. But no, we. I agree. We should talk about more things. On, uh, on 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 the on the HBO the thing that we're named for, but <laughs> I just don't know. It's, anyway. it's coming. I feel it's coming. It's do you? It's gonna, it's gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some shows coming out. You're more optimistic than I am, but I appreciate. Well, you got it. that. You got your Game of Thronesy thing. You got your. Yep, I don't it's know fine. If you're gonna do Westworld. Oh, of um, course. Well, we got to do. Listen. Yeah, we, I know you got a long history. Yeah, uh, this the HBO boys used to be the Westworld podcast way back yeah. in the day. So oh, yeah. we must continue on with our Westworld journey until it is over. It's just sort of I'm uh, sorry. I, I I accept your apology, and it's written in stone <laughs> that we must. And yes, we're gonna watch House of the Dragon for sure, yeah. along with the rest of the world. But today is not that day. No, no, it's not. By the way, Adam's with me. As I'm you, here. Uh, yep, you have heard him recently, and you will continue to hear him as we go on forward. James and Chad, in the past, not here by the way, but in the past, I think came up with a uh, a good idea, which was first half of the podcast pre ad break, just talk about our feelings about Moon Knight. Don't sure. spoil anything in case anybody wants to keep watching it or continue or start watching it, perhaps. And then after the ad break, talk about. Uh, Moon Knight, full-on spoilers, just for someone who doesn't want to watch it or has already watched it. I will never explain that again or waste your, like, 45 seconds of time <laughs> with how we should do podcasts in the future. Anyway, uh, this is not a spoiler, but, like, the Umbrella Academy, uh, developed by the same man who developed Moon Knight. His name is Jeremy Slater. He is the oh. showrunner and head writer uh, and a Egyptian director, Mohamed Diab, four episodes of Moon Knight, including this pilot. So he Lovely. had the uh, the job of creating an aesthetic for a uh, a Marvel venture that is set in 2025. So around uh, Loki time frame, uh, around you know all, everything that is happening in the future universe. You know because they kind of uh, put the Marvel universe five years in the future with all the time travel they decided to do. Right. And the, the snap snippy snaps, the snippy snaps. This is happening yeah. at the same time. All of that is happening. So you just very recently watched the pilot episode of moon Knight, yeah. Adam. What yeah. do you do? What do you think? I don't know what you think. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Actually. I really like Oscar Isaac. He is a, uh, he is a man with, with quite a range. If I will say Poe Dameron, yeah, Poe Dameron and uh, House Atreides in Dune. Like, so that was the most recent thing that I saw him in. And that unhinged dude from Ex Machina. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg 2.0. 
Correct. And (laughs) alongside him, the titular antagonist, Ethan Hawke. Yes. Who based his character. Yeah. He based his character on David Koresh, the uh, cult leader of uh, the mid 90s Waco uh, experiment that didn't end well. Uh, That shines through pretty evidently. (laughs) Right. Especially in the hair. The hair is pretty straightforward. He was like, I'm going to get David Koresh hair. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I liked I liked the show a lot. You know, first first um, you know, impressions were were very good. I love the whole Egyptian theme. I knew that that was what it was going to be going in, but I think that's an amazing like departure from what we're used to. I think that's yeah. really cool. It is without any spoilers. It is a interesting way into hey, this this dude's a superhero. And his origin story is a god took interest in him. By the way, gods are real. Uh, (laughs) Celestials, you know, you watch the end of Eternals. Celestials, very real. They're in the sky. What are we going to do about them? Who knows? They're larger than planets. Well, they're about as large as a planet. Right. And also, gods are real. They're not just... You know, actually, I, I... The Marvel Universe, just like the DC Universe at this point, is akin to a D&D game where once you're a D&D character, if you play for a very, very long time, when you get to level 20, you're ostensibly a demigod just because it's <laughs> oh, very hard. I don't <laughs> yeah. Try to kill a level 20 D&D character with your level one character. It's not going to oh, go well. They'll yeah, just no. explode you. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much like that with the gods in this series until the power creep is so great that the supermans of your world, the captain Marvels of your world are mm. at a similar level to the gods that you have in your brain as like right. what a godly power would be. And you know, right. it, with the conversation we have all the time, I mean, the way you defeat Superman is you create something more powerful than Superman, right. like a godly character or, you know, just like a kryptonite arrow or whatever you know throw kryptonite at his head but yeah i really liked moon knight it felt like james bond with multiple personality disorder yeah i i really like and i don't think this is a spoiler because you get this from the immediately the first scene i like that he's like this kind of like nerdy history dude and he, i mean it jump it skips like literally jumps in time because of the whole dynamic of the show it's just cool that like he like doesn't know what's going on (laughs) like he's 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 so blind to what's happening but there's just a lot of chaos and it ramps up pretty heavily in the second the second part of it he is a very good proxy for the audience he knows just as much as we do right right so as he is learning who he is we are as well and it has memento vibes a lot of it yeah And that Memento, obviously, you're learning information the same way that the character is, which is backwards. Mm. We are, in fact, learning the information the same way Oscar Isaac is in Moon Knight forwards, but it's because it is being kept from him. Right. And who or what is keeping it from him can be talked post-ad break. But, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I think the largest criticism that Moon Knight has always had is, oh, uh, Marvel just did Batman. They saw Superman. We were like, we'll do Captain Marvel. 
They saw yeah. Batman and they were like, oh, we'll do Moon Knight. It, yeah, it does have some Batman vibes, but it actually, it actually, the first thing I thought of was Venom. Uh, actually, it, it has a lot of parallels to to Venom and how like the inner monologue of this other being is talking in his head. Right. Like, that's kind of Venom-y. But, and that's a Marvel character too. I wonder, are there any parallels to Moon Knight and Venom? Do we know any anything like that? It's not from the same thing. I mean, it's clearly not the same thing. Venom is is a uh, yeah, it's a symbiote. Well, from a cursory Google, uh, which yeah. is is Moon Knight a symbiote? The answer is, to put it simply, Moon Knight is a mix between Venom, Legion, and The Mummy. It has the back and forth inner turmoil of Venom, the cerebral mental health issues of Legion, and the Indiana Jones-like action from The Mummy. Where is Brendan Fraser? Exactly. I want to know. Where is Brendan Fraser? I want to know. You're on the wrong side of the river! I love that fucking... (laughs) You're on the wrong side of the river. He throws a chair at Yes, Benny. but we have all the horses. <laughs> so I yeah, you know, the symbiote <laughs> inner monologue narrator that allows Venom and Moon Knight to be able to move along in a yeah. at a pace that most things cannot. Like it does allow for the audience to be on on the level because the narrator yeah. is like, "This is what's happening." Right, <laughs> right. You have no control. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like it. I, I have a lot of uh, a lot of hopes for it. I think they they came out of the gate really really strong, and I hope it keeps. I hope it keeps the momentum. I do. I think this is great. I mean, it's got a great cast. It's a Marvel property. They've hit been hitting freaking home runs for the most part with a lot of their properties. So, and it's different. It's different. I think that's why I like it too. It's not like the fish in a barrel superhero you know it's it's different and i like that when you say fish in the barrel superhero are you like internally referencing falcon and the winter soldier (laughs) a little bit (laughs) yeah sure but i mean just generally superhero in general like oh it's a guy who has powers yeah that's great but like it's it's it feels different and it feels new and i think that's good right i think the injection of uh, a mental health crisis in yeah, right. the main character, which we'll yeah. discuss further as we get into the plot. But I mean, it has its pros and cons. The pro is it feels very different from WandaVision, Falcon, Loki, uh, and what was the last one? What's the other one? Hawkeye. And Hawkeye, right. I'm, you know what? You know, do you know <laughs> why I forgot it? You forgot. Because <laughs> I suppressed it so much. Just yeah. like, it I, was, I'm, listen, it was good. I liked sure. Hawkeye. Sure. <laughs> I liked yeah, it, it was, better than the other ones. So. Yeah, it was so good. You, I, you're wrong, but that's fine. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Moon Knight coming out every Wednesday. The first one came out March 30th, April 6th, uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday. The next one coming out, ending on May 4th, six episodes. Oh, it's only six? Yep, just six. Dang. Uh, Oscar Isaac has noted he is most likely going to be in the MCU for the next 10 years. So going to be in it. Yeah. He's going to be in and out of movies, television shows as Moon Knight for the next 10 years uh, in the current plan, as well as an announcement at some point that there will be a Marvel cameo. Someone we've seen before in Moon Knight before the end of the series on May 4th. So interesting who that will be. We will probably have to uh, have to take a few guesses, but that is post ad break. Come back and we will talk about spoilers and what Moon Knight was, is, and will be. Also, buy whatever is about to happen. Here's this thing. Bye. 
Wow, I'm glad you bought that. Anyway, I want four of them. <laughs> that was and the if it's same an insurance joke. policy. I think that's I the same joke Chad made last week. It was the it's same the one. Default. Yeah. It's the default. Yeah. One day we'll just let the ads run and we won't talk about them before and after. It's just very new for us. It's, it is new and it's fun. It's a fun dynamic. Anyway, museum worker Stephen Grant occasionally suffers from blackouts the comic book (laughs) character has four personalities and multiple personality disorder has been described as batman but with multiple personality disorder (laughs) as one of the and we will find this out in the future uh, probably in the show but uh one of the personalities of stephen grant is an eccentric billionaire much like bruce wayne uh and but that is not how they decided to frame the first episode Right. You just meet Stephen Grant. He is a lowly little bugger who works at a museum <laughs> and he has no idea. He has a goldfish. He is strapping himself to his bed, assumably uh, afraid of what he will do if allowed to get out. He doesn't want to sleep at all. Anytime he sleeps, it goes very poorly. So he tries to stay up all night. So he is perpetually tired. So sad. And sometimes, uh, again, as I previously said, he blacks out. And uh, some shit goes awry. <laughs> he uh, he causes havoc. Yeah. That so I now I went into the show knowing there was multiple personalities that there was, um, you know, different, and they don't know each other. I think that was a um a poignant detail that Chad had mentioned to me that I didn't know. Right. They don't know each of the other personalities exists, which I think is interesting. So he j- literally jumps ahead. Like I said, in the first half, he jumps ahead in time frequently. We've already seen it multiple times in this episode. Yeah. But also at the end, Mark knows that Steven exists, right? So Steven, obviously in the TV version of moon Knight, doesn't know that the other three, we assume it's going to be three personalities because that's what it is in the comics. Although they might change that for the television show, mm. but Steven yep. doesn't know the other three exist, but Mark a personality who very much knows that Moon Knight exists. We get the idea that he perhaps was a bounty hunter or a mercenary in oh, the past. Yeah. Mark was, uh, and uh, Mark knows more than Steven does. At least it, it is, it comes off as like Steven is the personality that is used to be a recluse, a hermit from the reality of his multiple personality situation. Mm. So that's the only one that that probably doesn't know the the others. We don't know yet. Yeah, but right, I bet exactly. but the, you make a good point. I I totally missed that that part that he did actually the personality of Mark. This is going to get confusing. It is. <laughs> One of the cooler things I like about this show is how they use reflections. Mm-hmm. Every time Love he it. is looking in a mirror, you don't know if the reflection is going to move at the same pace. Right. It's awesome. A I lot of that. the time it doesn't. As well as the fact that Stephen Grant is being followed by something pretty fucking creepy. In fact, uh, torture, Egyptian torture monster. <laughs> Yeah, you, do you know what the monster looks a lot like? It looks uh, like a taller version of a Kenku. A Kenku oh. is a D&D race, like a five-foot-tall black crow that is bipedal and uh, has no uh, vocabulary of their own. This one absolutely does. Uh, before looking it up, who the the voice in Steven's head is, which happens mm. a lot of times before and after blackouts, who is just chastising him while Steven's like, what the fuck? fuck is going on (laughs) before i looked up who it was 
I was like, that's Liam Neeson. Oh yeah. That's a, I didn't put, I didn't think that at first. I thought it was just as, I thought it was just Oscar Isaac. Nah, dude, it's not Liam Neeson, but it sounds a fucking lot like Liam Neeson to me. Don't know who you are. Uh, Yeah, right. Exactly. Literally. That was a good (laughs) Liam Neeson. Keep going. Keep doing that. I'm going to find you. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Sure. (laughs) F Murray Abraham. Oh, yes, I know who that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's Antonio and Amadeus. Uh, he was inside Llewellyn Davis, so he's been in a movie with Oscar Isaac before. Okay. He is C.W. Longbottom in Mythic Quest. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. I got his face. Did got you it. watch Mythic Quest Total Sidebar? Did you watch that? I have not watched it yet. It's You're going to like it. It's pretty good. Hey, man, separate yeah. sidebar. Remember yeah. when Will Smith smacked Chris Rock this weekend? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. We still haven't talked about that. We were going to oh, do, uh, in, we were talking in the HBO Boys Discord, like, we have to do an entire fucking episode about this. <laughs> well, I, I, it resolved itself pretty quickly. <laughs> like, mm. he just resigned from the Academy. <laughs> mm. I don't know if it resolved itself. Well, but- you know, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> Like the the what if is re- resolved itself. I'm not going like to harp that on it. What if was better than the actual Marvel? What if I know show. it's just if you're <laughs> listening to this like years after Moon Knight has been on and you're like, what are they talking? Why are they talking about current event? It's, it's supposed to be timeless. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, if you are know that Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock and we haven't fucking like the zeitgeist of America has no idea what to do with that shit. It's, un- it's unbelievable. The, the amount of coverage it's gotten is insane. And the fight between Chad and James as to oh. whether it was real. Was great. fun, fun to watch. It was great. I, I just like gave them little like headlines, and then I would say at Chad at James fight. <laughs> yeah, I, what I was mostly doing was like, man, I wish Dame Judy Dench was the one who was slapped. Like, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. What do you got against Judy? <laughs> they were just having like a serious conversation as to whether or not the slap was real, which it doesn't matter. But just yeah. being like, yeah, you're right. I, I, you know, I Martha Stewart should have been punched. Anyway, <laughs> Judy Dench is a treasure. God damn it. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. In fact, you know, uh, but let's go back to Moon Knight. Here I'm we go. Just having- the, they're having a good time. The first yeah. scene that you see, the cold open of Moon Knight mm. is a nameless and faceless character breaking up glass, putting it in his shoes and then putting his feet in his shoes and then walking on glass like he's walking on sunshine. Whoa, whoa. Uh, doesn't it feel good? No, not so much. It's fucking glass. <laughs> I would have to assume that that's Ethan Hawke's character after watching the episode, right? That's correct. It is Ethan Hawke's character. He also claims that it was his idea for his character to walk on glass and have it be the first thing that we see. Uh, But he he also said he did not quote Daniel Day-Lewis that shit and do it for real, which I was like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, my God. That's true. Daniel Day, Daniel Day Lewis would have done it. He would have fucking done it, Ethan Hawke. Lincoln would have done it. No, Lincoln, yes. Abraham Lincoln, if he was alive today, would have walked on glass. Well, Daniel Day Lewis pretending to be Abraham Lincoln would have done it. Sure. I, well, obviously him, but Abraham Lincoln, especially yeah. for what he stood for. Yeah. He would have walked on glass, you fucking coward. <laughs> Take that, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, you bitch. After going to sleep one night, he wakes up, Stephen Grant, that is, in another country and witnesses a cult meeting led by Arthur Harrow, played by Ethan Hawke, who demands a scarab Grant knowingly had in his possession. Yeah. Well, he he's like, you have a you have a you have a beetle. And he's like, I don't know if I do. And then <laughs> he takes it out of his pocket and he's like, fuck, I do. 
I do have it. And then Arthur Harrell's like, give me that. And he's like, yeah, sure. Who cares? Who cares? Take it. But his body will not allow him to hand it over. Clenched fists. Full heart can't lose. Fists of rage. While being yelled at by Liam Neeson the entire time. (laughs) Right. Like, don't fucking give it to him. Run away, Steven. Steven's like, I don't want to be here. I have a date. What the fuck? Yeah, I just want to go back to London. (laughs) Fucking London town. Steven Grant escapes and is nearly killed, but is unknowingly saved by a mysterious voice in his head. Multiple times during a car chase that ensues where Steven Grant is driving an ice cream truck, he blacks out. Uh, Every time he blacks out, it goes... And like, uh, <laughs> kind of flashes in and out. I can't do the noise. Can you do the noise that happens? It's it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's like that. It's like that. Yeah, you got it. You got it mainly. <laughs> and and then cupcakes fly. <laughs> yeah, cupcakes fly over the place. He, they're on that road in Italy. Uh, Top Gear did a uh, episode, <gasps> I believe. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. I'd like to go. I'd like to go there and drive a sports car down that road. What? Northern Italy? Yeah. It's called the Stelvio Mm. Pass. Oh, yes. That's what the um, Alfa Romeo is named after. The Alfa Romeo Stelvio SUV named after that road. Shit. Yeah. Mountain Pass in Northern Italy. The Quadro Formaggio. Shit. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Italian listeners, if we even have any, that I probably. Hey, listen, reach out to us if you're an Italian listener. Yeah. Okay, let us know that you love the show. Nothing else, honestly. Yep. (laughs) After waking up in his home and noticing several oddities that have occurred, Stephen Grant realizes that two days have passed since he went to sleep. The oddities being his goldfish is different. A desk in his office was moved so that he assumably could climb up and get a burner cell phone, it looks like, out of the wall, which was turned off. But when he turned it on, had a lot of missed calls from uh, somebody who's like, hey, where the fuck are you? And why are you doing an English accent? You're a different person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else would they say, Adam? Why are you doing that accent? Uh-huh. She wasn't British, <laughs> was she? No. No, she no, wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had, uh, I had erased that part of it from my brain. If she was it, you watched it so recently. I know, but like that wasn't like a standout scene for me. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Upon returning home from a misscheduled date, because he is there on Sunday, and then he calls the date, and it's like, why aren't you here? And she's like, because it's fucking Sunday, and not Friday, you dickbag. Lose my number. Uh, <laughs> if this, the I whole rest that. of, yeah, if the whole rest of the podcast could just be you doing a, an English accent. That no, would it'd be, be bad. That would be primo. It's For me, bad. personally. It's bad. So Stephen <laughs> finds a hidden phone and key card in his apartment, as we previously discussed. He receives a call from the most frequent number in the phone's call log, and a woman named Layla answers, addressing him as Mark. Mark. Layla. Layla. No, I know the name of the song. I just got you on my knees, Layla. Do that line, but in, with an English accent. You got me on my knees, Layla. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric Clapton is British, so <laughs> I don't believe I guess, you. I guess I, you know, kind of did it in theory. Because sure. I sounded like him? Well, not really. I believe you 0% that he's British. Mm-hmm. The next day at work. Really? <laughs> yes, 100%. 
He's from, okay. I assume, just like Tampa Bay, Florida or something. The next day at <laughs> work. Tampa Bay. <laughs> he owns a strip club. <laughs> Why? Yeah, well, everyone does in Tampa. The next day at work, Grant is confronted by Haro, Arthur Haro, played by Ethan Hawke, who reveals that he is a servant of the goddess Amet. Mm, diving in real deep with this Egyptian lore. And I sure. love it. I'm here for it. Amet being the devourer of the dead. Uh, a demoness slash goddess in ancient Egyptian religion. It looks like a lion, basically. Hindquarters of a hippopotamus. Ooh. Front half the lion. Head of a Dick. crocodile. A large man-eating animal. And a figure in ancient Egyptian who was known for judgment of your past, present, and future. Amit knew what you were going to do. And so they would judge you for all of it as Arthur Haro is apparently doing using Amit's power. Later that night, Haro summons an Anubis-associated jackal monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. So obviously I'm reading Wikipedia, which is yeah. lazy but funny. But it's not wrong. It's it not funny. It, it's not it's not funny. It's not late. It is lazy. It's not <laughs> it's lazy and not funny. Anyway. You know what is funny? The term Anubis-associated jackal monster. <laughs> when did you ever think that you'd hear that term ever Not fucking not now. Moon night, baby. Yeah, Anubis-associated jackal monster. Hey, can you do me a favor and say Anubis-associated jackal monster in an English accent? Anubis. <laughs> what is it? No, we're Anubis? good. That's all I need. No, okay. I need to hear Anubis. the rest of it. Anubis. Anubis-associated jackal monster. Associated jackal monster. You killed Anubis. it. You did it. That's more. It's more Australian. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Anubis associated Jacko monster on the Barbie. I believe is how they would say it. He attacks Stephen Grant at the museum. Oh gosh, you know what I'm remembering right now? Oh, that boy. James makes fun of me for the way that I say muse 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 museum. museum. Yeah, I put a Z in it. And there is no Z in museum. <laughs> museum. Yeah, I don't remember what episode it was, but we spent a good 10 minutes of him r- ragging on me for the not saying museum. Unbelievable. How Museum correctly. <laughs> He's at home just writhing right now. Hey, James. Uh, hey, James. Museum. 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 It's a museum full of cows. Amber lamps. <laughs> Just as Grant is cornered in the restroom, Grant's reflection in the mirror tells Grant, the, I, this uh, this sentence has the word Grant too many times, yeah, to does. let him take control. Stephen, let me in. They're going to take you. Grant agrees. Jesus, a Grant again. How many times? <laughs> well, it's Grant versus Mark versus Moon Knight versus who I think his name's going to be Sheldon. That's just what I'm feeling. I'm feeling oh, yeah? a Sheldon coming out. Bazinga. Baz- hey, hey, Bazinga. <laughs> Steven agrees to let Mark take over or whoever is in the, the reflection that is talking directly to him. And that transforms Steven into the Moon Knight, who then kills the Anubis-associated Jackal Monster. That reveal was great, though. I loved it. He beats the shit out of the Anubis associated Jackal monster, and then he turns yeah, he around. Does that turn. Oh yeah. I was like, oh yeah. We zoom in and see Moon Knight's face, and we're like, oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's great. That's sick. I liked it. I'm intrigued with with how they're gonna pick up episode two. If it's gonna start from right there, and mm. like what happens, or if they're gonna 
jump forward in time and he'll be like waking up in his bed like <gasps> yeah right i uh so it's my favorite pilot out of any of the oh yeah shows that have been on disney plus this year i like it a lot yeah and last year as well yeah it is being currently review bombed on imdb of course seems like everything get re- gets review bombed first episode that's what i just keep hearing yeah, I think it's review bombed. This one because of a acknowledgement of the Armenian genocide as a thing that happened. Oh my god! A historical event that the Turkish government still denies yeah. happened ever. So it's getting review review bombed by Turkey. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I know nothing of uh, anything in the world. I know zero. So wow. I couldn't tell you. But what I will say is that it's getting a lot of one stars from people who are like, "That didn't happen, you fucking dicks." Wow, <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. What I will also say is, I watched Moon Knight. Really great. Next day, our pal G Baby texted me and was like, "Yo, did you watch Moon Knight?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was good." <laughs> he was like, "Man, bummer that guy's dead." And I was like, what? what? Oscar Isaac is dead? He's like, yeah, man, the main guy, Oscar Isaac, he's dead. And what? I was like, where did you hear this? He's like, oh, yeah, the people I work with, they told me uh, in a skiing accident. I then Google skiing accident what? moon night. And yeah, right. And I was like, because I was taken the fuck aback. I was like, how did I not hear this? Yeah. Not dead. Oscar Isaac is very alive. Yeah. But. What? So who is he talking about? I will tell you. Oh, okay. A man, actor. Who uh, is in uh, future episodes of Moon Knight as a tertiary antagonist, uh, whose name is uh, Gaspard Yolael. I definitely said that wrong. Yep. Anyway, uh, died in January of a skiing accident, which is tragic and horrible. Shit, yeah, that does suck. And I'm not going to say but in this sentence, because that's not nice. Although he almost did. <laughs> <laughs> he almost did. <laughs> but, although I, I didn't I didn't know this guy uh, again. Tragic, horrible, but I did not know him. And G for one moment being like, uh, one of your favorite actors is dead and you didn't know. Like, how oh dare you? God. In my mind, Oscar Isaac was dead for like one minute. And I was like, this is your uh, fucking fault. How do you, yeah. how do you go forward with that? And not like not knowing the hundred percent information. Anyway, Jesus fucking. <laughs> <sighs> Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, there is some criticism of, Hey, Using a mental illness to make your superhero show slash character uh, more interesting is kind of fucked up. You just sort of added dissociative identity disorder on top of a mercenary who is at the same time talking to an Egyptian god. Right. Uh, and uh, because of... So in the comic book, they retconned it. Because this exact thing happened mm. where they were like, and by they, I mean critics were like, this is kind of fucked up that you're just using a mental illness yeah. to make your superhero more interesting. So they were like, oh, okay. Um, he wasn't just like born with dissociative identity disorder. The uh, telepathic, the telepathic link that he has with an Egyptian god is really fucking him up. And that yeah. is what's making it happen. So <laughs> it's fine now. Is that fine with everybody? I mean, I didn't. I mean, it. I can see that wh- why people think it's like taking advantage of it. Of course, it but is. The, but the first, but the the first thing I thought of was that he it it, it wasn't that though. Like because I, I went in knowing like kind of the synopsis of the show, so maybe that helps. But. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Listen, let's just say what it is. Yeah. Okay. It is Marvel's version of Batman using 
it truly is it's just it's batman with multiple personalities because they were like that'll be cooler they didn't ever think when they were making batman with multiple personalities that they were like let's do a deep dive into the uh into into this corner of mental illness and really and get the Mm -hmm. get get it out there that uh and and illuminate what this is like for some people no they didn't do that they're obviously just glorifying it for their fucking superhero show and that's not chill you know what has to happen when you glorify a mental illness for a superhero that was basically just a complete ripoff of another superhero (laughs) so just like a not original idea with a controversial topic slapped on top of it for funsies yeah you know what it has to happen it has to be really fucking good yeah if it's not, then it's going to get eviscerated. And even if it right. is, it will be eviscerated nonetheless. And it deserves to be on some level. So what's your what's your like overall take on it then? Your oh, take. As long as it's a great show. As yeah. long as listen, entertainment is a distraction. So and, and distractions are something that uh while we don't like to talk about all the time. It's something that we crave on a constant basis. And we all have our favorite versions of distractions. TV is mine. So if the show isn't good enough, it is just purely exploitative. And that's not chill. No. If the show is good enough, then it's still exploitative, but the world is willing to close their eyes. So is what it is. I, I think acknowledging it is important. I sure. think knowing that while you're watching this, a group of people are watching it and having a worse time than you because right. something that they have to deal with on a daily basis is just being used to fill Disney's pockets, which is uh fucked up. It's a little fucked it's up. Not, it's not wrong, but it's, you know, it's a little wrong though. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not wrong that they think that. That's not. Oh, wrong. no, not at all. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. of course they fucking do. They're like, yeah, yeah I got hospital bills for this shit. Like, right. it affects me on a day. I can't hold a job because of this, but I'm glad that it makes your superhero cool. Like, fuck. How about or you fuck people yourself? can flip it and say, oh, this is bringing awareness to it. But in this way, because mm. they're kind of not. See, they haven't made light of it yet. No, it's, and they're not it, going to. They're I, not. I don't dumb. think that they will either. No, they they're won't. not dumb as shit. They're not going no. to make light of uh, a mental illness. That's not a good way to uh, right. keep your tv show not canceled but right. there is no like pbs special after this like the moon knight cast sits down and and talks with people who are really oh suffering gosh. from this yeah, right. which honestly if they did it would be pandering bullshit anyway so uh, mm. whatever anyway uh, <laughs> this is a lot to say for like yeah i like the show yeah i, like yeah. It. <laughs> I do like it yeah 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 i do like it too I like it's a very it a good show i uh, i'll be sad that it comes out at 3 a.m on Wednesday, when I'm not awake, I would oh, like to yeah. watch it immediately as it comes out. In fact, I wish all of the episodes, I wish I could binge it immediately. I would have watched it all by now. By yes. far. Agreed. All of it. Agreed. So anyway, we have a, a Discord, and you can join it by joining our Patreon. Patreon.com slash HBO B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You basically get to join the Discord and watch James and Chad fight about whether the slap was real or not. That That's mainly what you get. That is that Top worth a dollar content. to you? If, if that's content. 
yeah, top tier content. If if that's worth a dollar to you to listen to Chad and James discuss if a slap is real, then we very much appreciate it. Our uh, patrons are as follows: Carol Andreas, Major Woody, John Jers, Craig, J Eleven, Westworld, Brent Ginn, Chris Wood, James Watch My Dog, Jamie Lochner, and Connor our Dad. We thank you very much for your money. It's crazy any of you are still here. That's uh, and we would like more of you. It's a weird way to get more people. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's hey, it's real. Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not trying to yank your dick. Yeah. I'll tell you. We're trying to give you content. This is the good, this is that good, good. Join us here next week for a continuation on the discussion of Moon Knight season one, episode two, most likely. Uh, hopefully, James and Chad will be here. I'm sure James will be like, blah, 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 Moon Knight slap was real or not real. And then, <laughs> and then Chad will be like, blah, 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 comic book. And I'll be like, okay, Chad, that'll be the whole Sweet, thing. Sweet, you are right, because I think you are. Uh, okay, can you just uh, give me one more line in English so we can uh, we can head out of here? Cheerio! <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do. That's a Scottish accent. I know. All right. <laughs> isn't that what he just... Isn't that, isn't I have no fucking said? clue. I haven't watched Babe in a long goddamn time. What? <laughs> Babe? Is that where it's from? Yeah. That'll do, pig. That'll yeah. do. Oh, I didn't know that. I always wanted to eat, babe. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I do it's, like bacon. It's pork. What the fuck? Yeah. He can talk, but like, I bet it, that makes it taste better. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the muscles are, you know, being used more. <laughs> He's using the facial muscles. Yeah. Yeah. The jaw is delectable. What in the world? <laughs> That's fucked up. I'm exploiting that pig. I'm going to stop this recording now. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs>